Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Sauce in my bag, swag. I see it, I want it, want it. I suck yellow, yeah, want it, want it. I dream it, I work hard, I grind till I own it. Own it. I twirl on the middle, I buy no alligators. Get up, I'm mean, over the kilo, sipping Cuervo and no chill out. Sometimes I go out, I go hard, I go hard. Yeah, what's mine? Hey, what's mine? I'm a star, I'm a star. Cause I slay, I slay, I slay. It's the calm before the storm right here. Wait, how was I gonna start this off? I forgot. Oh yeah. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, but that's all I got till I come up with a solid Got a plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'ma walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time talks. 
She gets a map. Ah! I'ma stop. But we better give Obama props, cause what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for shit to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around till the bombing stops. Intensity's heightened, tensions are rising. Trump, when it comes to giving a shit, you're stingy as I am. Except when it comes to having the balls to go against me, you hide them. Cause you don't got the nuts like an empty asylum. Racism's the only thing he's fantastic for. Cause that's how he gets his rocks off and he's orange. Yeah, sick tan. That's why he wants us to disband cause he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump walking on eggshells, I came to stomp. That's why he keeps screaming, drain the swamp, cause he's in quicksand. It's like we take a step forwards, then backwards. But this is his form of distraction. Plus he gets an enormous reaction when he attacks the NFL, so we focus on that. And instead of talking Puerto Rico with gun reform for Nevada, all these horrible tragedies and these border would rather cause a Twitter storm with the Packers. Then says he wants to lower our taxes. Then who's gonna pay for his extravagant trips back and forth with his fam to his golf resorts and his mansions? Same shit that he tormented Hillary for and he slandered, then does it more from his endorsement of Bannon, support for the Klansmen, tiki torches in hand for the soldier that's blackened, comes home from Iraq and is still told to go back to Africa, forking a dagger in this racist 94 year old grandpa who keeps ignoring our past historical deplorable factors. Now if you're a black athlete, you're a spoiled little brat for trying to use your platform or your stature to try to give those a voice who don't have one. He says you're spitting in the face of vets who fought for us, you bastards. Unless you're a POW who's tortured and battered cause to him you're zeros cause he don't like his war heroes captured. That's not disrespecting the military. That, this is for Colin, ball up a fist. And keep that shit bald, like Donald the bitch. He's Welcome back, everybody. It is June 18th, and this is our next episode of Truth Serum. I'm really excited about this show. Um, we're going to be talking about everything that's going on, everything that's trending. But um, I want to make sure that we keep the tone of the show positive. 
because social media will have you down, down, down. So I'm glad to be here. I'm fresh off the road, uh, getting a little bit of a migraine, so I'm fighting it. And um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push through it, and we're gonna have a good show today. Tony Baker's in the house. Say hi, Tony. Oh, I could, hey, hey. I didn't know if I could say anything yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. Huh, guys? What's up, man? <laughs> uh, our show is called Truth Serum, so we live in truth. Uh, we walk in it, we talk it, and uh, we're, we don't shy away from it. So today, you're going to learn some things about the people who are on the show. They're going to share their truths with you, and uh, you're going to enjoy it. I want you to tune in and chime in. Darren, what's our number? Tell them what our number is. It's uh, 310-986-6610. 310-986-6610. So please tune in and chime in if you have some questions for our guest today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a couple of things that are trending today. I wanted to start uh, with something positive. I sent you that story. Did you see Michael Jackson's elephant? Yeah, I didn't know he had an elephant. <laughs> it, it was in Neverland. He had all kinds of exotic animals. <laughs> How old is the elephant then? Um, he, they said the elephant is... Uh, I saw it. I read the article. Um, he's kind of old, though. I think he's 18. Okay. Elephant Lights, man, they lived about what? 60? Yeah, so but he wandered off into... Um, he wandered off into... Uh, what do you call it? He's in a zoo, but they said he wandered off. Uh, we talked about Michael Jackson's um, elephant. Annie just walked in the house. Hopefully the elephant was like, you know what? Hopefully he went to the union like, hey, man, I don't want to be here. <laughs> they found him hanging over the gate um, by Michael Jackson's hands. <laughs> Do you remember when he did that shit? Oh, my God. <laughs> when he did that to his baby. How much is the elephant, though? How, how much, much is it worth? Cost? Yeah, how much that run you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I always think of the price. Well, I think you have to have a special license to be able to have But once you get that license, him. how much is that price tag? I don't know. I, I never tried to purchase an elephant. I'm I still, haven't attempted that yet. I'm mm. still trying to buy a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a car first, <laughs> then an elephant. I, I can you lease you. an elephant? I can do that. Right. I think the problem is that people can buy elephants. That's and crazy. That shouldn't even be an option. Yeah, it shouldn't be the case. Um, Annie just walked in the house, and so Annie and Tony are like the best of my both worlds because Annie, I know from New York. You. Well, I feel like is my comedy, my stand-up comedy home. But I started here, and Tony is one of the people I started with. So I feel like so, um, feel connected to him because we started our comedy journey together. Going over to Candor. Remember that? Trying to get on oh, to wow. Candor. Yeah, Candor TV. That yeah. was a dope uh, setup. Yeah. Man, that was a dope setup. I never got the chance to get on stage, though. What was Candor. It was a live taping mm -hmm. that, uh, did it go online? Was it, because it didn't I go I thought on. it did go online. How many times have you taped something and then you're like, does this go anywhere? <laughs> uh, yeah. What yeah. was this for? Right. Like, where did it go? I did that last year, though. And I got Google Montreal. alerts on myself, too. So, yeah, me too. Did yeah, you do the last like, thing? What, what became of that? The last thing? Uh, the Kevin Hart thing? No, I did that the year before. Last year I did something. Yeah, they just got all of our sets. They just got it in yeah. a. Um, they they all released them. They release because they released mine just recently. Oh, they okay. that long ago. Yeah, they they're just gonna release them all. They're just waiting until it's like really embarrassing. They're like waiting until our it, comedy like completely evolves from whatever we did that set for. <laughs> that night I recorded. That crowd was dry. Oh, they were dry. Oh, my, I was there. My crowd was very wet when I did Ooh, it. Oh, it was 
god. Actually, I had fun. I had a good set. But the the truth is, you had a good set, Tony. I was at your taping. Though everybody before you bombed. Oh my god! The audience was just like. So by the time you got out there, Man. you had to really work. Because I was first on the second show. Yeah, no, so I, was I got there. a chance to like. Oh man! They yeah, just, they really stacked those shows, and the oh. audience doesn't understand. Audiences get so excited when it's a taping. They're like, "So cool, TV!" They have no clue. Like, you're not allowed to go to the bathroom. If you pull out your cell phone, you'll really be like, right. you might be killed. And it's like, it's not fun. Yeah. You're watching people like all sweaty, like trying to do a good job. Tapings <laughs> never, rarely go right energy-wise for the audience. No. I don't know what it is they're, about taping. You gotta, you, you gotta go. be covert with the taping. What were the, you guys both did Last Comic Standing, right? What were those audiences like? They were, uh, they loved Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did he stack the audiences? I, mean, um, I didn't even see his set on there. Because we couldn't see each other. Yeah. Oh, no, they wouldn't yeah. allow us to see each other's um, sets. Um, so I, you are tuning into Truth Serum. I am here live with Tony Baker and Annie, is it Lederman? It's Letterman. Letterman. Like David, but no T's one day. Letterman. Letter. Who kills it D. on, uh, you know, I'm so Puerto Rican. I always try to, I always say everybody's name the most Puerto Rican way that I can't possibly say it. I would love my name to be said Puerto rican -y. I know. It's like, no, but, you know, we Puerto always rican lean towards the letters in Spanish. Puerto rican -y. Puerto rican -y. <laughs> But we are talking about uh, what's going on in the news. Um, I wanted to uh, introduce the topic of the day a little bit later. But I wanted to talk about that. We do our a thing called Celebrity, and we talk, to, talk about what's going on in the news, in the world of celebrities. We know that uh, the, rep, the rapper Extentacion passed away today. And um, I was watching a lot of videos about him, and I saw I ran into this little rapper named Little Zan from back uh, in the day. No, like oh, Little Zane, is like what I was Xanax. About. Are there oh, any wow. like medium rappers? <laughs> they're I know little they're or big. Little. Like, they're just like average <laughs> or man. big. They no. go from little yeah, to big, yeah, like either one or the other. And then they get skinny and they have to stick with big. They yeah. <laughs> nobody's in between. Nobody. But the little his his name is. Uh, no, little Zan is white, and he sounds like he came from the heart of any urban place, you mm -hmm. know, the ghetto. But the rapper Extentacion, I was watching some videos of him. I didn't know how big he was. He had a bigger following than, um, you know, 21 Savage on Instagram. He was really big. I didn't know. But he was really articulate, a very smart kid. Mm -hmm. uh, you ever listen to him? He's very, very yeah. articulate. <laughs> Did you ever listen to him, Darren? No, no. Now you got him. Now his album's gonna spike. You know. Well, right. he's he was already last week on Friday. He had the most uh, streams. The most the artist with the most streams. He had like twenty six million, out, didn't he? And yeah. then he got killed. People, you can't get that. It's scary to succeed. People want to take you down. Twenty. He's twenty years old too. Twenty. Not even so old young. enough to drink. Man. 20 I, years old. And I bet he never did. He probably never even broke that rule. Yeah, but you, you see his <laughs> videos though. They were. Violent, like um, I heard his shows were really like wild. Like, yeah, I heard he got knocked out at his own shows, jumping in the crowd. Yeah, they were talking. That's awesome, getting kicked out of your own show, getting beat up at your own show from the, the oh, fans. Oh, got knocked out. I thought you that's said kicked out. No, like knocked out. I'm like, yo. Do you think that's he got a, friend shot? Someone was like, you'll think this is cool. That's love. Like, love me that hard <laughs> the way you knock me out. Yo, I'm a huge fan. Mm. No, that he just... was got he got robbed. But the worst thing was about it uh, that they have a video of his lifeless body floating oh, yeah, around. I didn't look no, at why did they do that, it. man? The first forty eight, I think that's the worst show on TV. Like, yeah. why would you show 
I don't want to see someone's mom see their kid on a swing. Like that's yeah. not exa- yeah. that's not for me. That's so gross that people find entertainment out of that. Yeah. I mean, I watch Dateline where they edit that part out, but <laughs> right yeah. up into that point. Yeah, yeah no, no, play. everybody has their limits. Yeah. I don't want to see a, a dead play. kid. Yeah. On. Oh. Once I knew he was dead, and I saw the video underneath, I was like, I'm not looking at that. No, it's depressing, especially when you have kids. It's right. very depressing. It's Absolutely. like what what I want to say is what I want to talk about is. You know, we go through this evolution of music and rap now has become this multicultural thing. It's not exclusive to black people. There are a lot of white rappers that are... I've dated a lot. I, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Post Malone? There's a Little Xan. They're all talking about the struggle and, and how hard their lives have been or whatever. They got all these tattoos. There's the Takashi... Takashi these names are getting impossible to say. Uh, what's his name? You know, Some Takashi, six nine. Six nine. Yeah. The Mexican. He's Mexican. Uh, he's Mexican. I thought he was Asian this whole time. No. He was, <laughs> do you know. think the white rappers get the face tattoos so they can be like, I hate being judged by the color of my skin. <laughs> they want to yeah. like, they want to be black so bad. <laughs> but that's they want to be something. Right. They all had these uh, crosses on their faces. Yeah. But. You know, like I start thinking that this guy, the guy who passed away today, had 12 bodyguards at one point. So he could afford to employ 12 bodyguards. He had 8 million followers on Instagram Uh and he was touring and making money. Uh So at what point do you say, okay, I'm not I'm not in the game anymore? Like because to them, this whole facade of being in the game, they're becoming self-fulfilling prophecies. Right. Right. And you said he got robbed. They said he got robbed and he got murdered, but it, it he seemed- was just mentioning his own death, like uh, on a on a live stream yeah. that he did. Yeah, can like, everybody just die. relax on saying that because it really does always happen. It's it like, does. Have you like, ever? It's like I remember Biggie talking about death yep. a lot. Tupac, Tupac was talking I, about having death. visions if of I leaving here in a hurry. Yeah. That's why we're like, was it fake? Putting that energy out <laughs> yeah. there, you know, there's something to that. Talking about your own death. Like. I'm just so scared I'm going to live till I'm 98 with a great brain. and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, throw that out there. Super if hot. Like a really hot old lady. Like the hottest elderly woman you've ever seen. I would right. be so upset if that happened. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to live a long life. Yeah. And I, I don't want to get shot ever. I'm right. afraid to get shot. I'm in no hurry to get catch these bullets. Yeah. So, I, they, they, But they I just don't hot. understand. Like that it's become part of... The the hysteria of what being famous is is like you know like Pusha T and and Drake and this beef and let's not take it to the streets and then I gotta then I gotta side with Kanye on that where he's like let's just talk about love because Kanye you could tell Kanye can't fight yeah so he's always he's not a fighter fight. he's short Kim Kardashian's like the tiniest person and he does not look that much taller than I her. feel like Kanye just never had fights growing up no I feel like he was protected. Probably by, you know, cousins or relatives. Because, you know, Chicago's tough. Y'all see me as a nice guy, but I had a lot of fights growing up because that's what we did, you know. I fought my best friends just because. But <laughs> I feel like Kanye didn't really square up a lot. And did I had older brothers club? too, so, you know, I yeah. fought them as well. Huh? Did you have a fight club? Nah, we didn't have a fight club. <laughs> I fought girls, everything. It was just anybody that's could fun. get it. I, fought the, I lost to those girls too. I just want to put that out there. I lost to these girls. <laughs> Listen, I've had to take a guy... Turtleneck shopping before. <laughs> These women got hands out here, yo. Yeah, they do. These but, uh, women buy them ice hands. cream. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got served up. I, you know, it's just I, I'm fast, and and the, if they were fighting, at least we would be. They'd be alive, but yeah. they're not fighting. They're shooting. They're like killing exactly. each other, yeah. and then thinking that is cute. Even when he he got into a scuffle some time ago. And the other guy ended up, they stabbed the other guy a lot of times. And he was online talking about it on TMZ. Mm-hmm. And he was like, 
Well, he they think they they say he might die, and then he just started laughing. He was like, ah, <laughs> and wow. I was like, where where does this come from? Like this, everybody's desensitized now. Do you it's remember? Like, I didn't. Everybody's know. I never saw the um, the movie, but the, I remember in the preview of the last Zoolander, they had like. Justin yeah. Bieber got shot and he was dying and he like the last thing he did was like post a selfie of himself really? dying. You know, I can like, see people doing it. It's a lot of that I feel like where it's yeah. like and you do kind of become legendary if you get I mean I don't know how far along this guy was in his career for that but you like I mean Tupac and Biggie I mean we're talking about them all day every day forever. Yeah. But you know what I think I think it, you it was easier to become legendary before social media. Oh yeah cuz everyone has a website. Yeah cuz now you trend <laughs> and then it's over. You yeah. know, people don't oh, people yeah, think Puerto Rico's fast. fine. You know what I mean? Right. They don't know that they, they, could, don't, no? they don't have lights. Right. Yeah. It's like now Puerto Rico's in trouble. Yeah. Everything but everybody's like, fast. oh, it's Guatemala. And it's yeah. like, you know, now it's the kids on the border. But it's right. like we deal with one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. And then when it's not trending anymore, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it's over it's now. Wild. That was just a week. Them kids are good now. The volcano stopped. Like, no, like some of still out here tripping. Some of the like allegations to the like Me Too ones, I'm like, some of these guys, I'm like, when it's the stories that aren't where you're like, what is this? Yeah. The guys that respond, I'm like, you probably could just not be on Twitter for like three days. And it'll be over. And it might go away because there's going to be someone else. If you're one of the ones where it's like, come on. Yeah, right. when you just grab There's a few where you're like, I mean, what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I was reading one story about a woman who, it was a man who was successful and, and empowered. And uh, she hung out with him. She met him at this convention. Uh, they talked about going over to her place. Mm -hmm. She went over to the place. Uh, they, he went over to her place. They had sex. Mm -hmm. And then. Oh, she, she invited him over. She invited him oh, over. we switching it up. And then she me tooed him because she said that uh, she had sex with him and he didn't help her with her career. Oh. And a whole. Oh, so she was just transparent about it. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> she, she just had the truth. Real. That's some truth serum right there. Yeah. But then she said he used his influence to influence his influence to make me want to have sex with him and he led me to believe that he was going to help me is that do you think that that's there's just like this line between what what are you accepting responsibility for because a lot of these articles i'm like if this was an article that was framed like this i just want to say this article because i now have learned so much from this experience that i would never do these things again i would right. never put myself in these situations again um, I learned this valuable lesson that who I am and my body and what I want for myself is more important than any job, popularity contest, any famous person liking me or person in power. But I, I don't hear that as much. I hear the like, let's take down. It's just like uh, Lord of the Flies. It's crazy. Kill it's like, Piggy. Yeah, let's not have any and let's not have any conversation or like let's shut down people with apologies. Like let's shut down. Like now it's like you have to apologize, but then if you apologize, it's admitting you did something or yeah. it's just to me it's upsetting because I I thought it was to help and to me it doesn't feel like that. No, it, it, and it, also I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> well, you know what? You won't because the people that I um, that I communicate with or the people that listen to me and pay attention to the things that come out of my mouth know how I feel it's about it. It's the truth. It's like, I'm sick of like, and then the fact that I have to feel that way where I'm like, am I going to get like in front of this mob accidentally or something? Oh yeah, no, no. It's and like, and the way they use sexual assault is so infuriating where it's like, and then he sexual, it's like, no, you played yourself in a lot of these situations. Like some of them I'm reading and I'm like, Wait, you wanted to do it, and then two days later decide it wasn't. It's like, and that's why it's hard to differentiate like situations like that where it's like you know. Yeah, on the guy side, right? How are right, you supposed right. to know? How are we supposed to know? Um, you know, which is which? You know, like nonverbal communication when there's a dick in your mouth is like a little <laughs> bit hard, right? 
a there's little a bit dick, hard, huh? There's I hear actually audibly gagging, so I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's there, a tough there one. is. You and, just and when somebody up. says come to my hotel room, I'm gonna give you a massage. Yeah, that usually means that don't there's some up. dick right around the corner. Yeah, and don't here's the thing: up. like, there's been situations in my career where it's been like I, I'm like, oh, is this person about to hit on me? And then like you gotta, it's like boxing. You gotta yeah. figure out your way around it, you know. And yes, it's annoying that that's a situation that women are in more often than men, but. Like, you got to learn to, like, stand up for yourself. I just wish that I had, like, learned. I just went through so much shit growing up that, can I curse on here? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, I was like, oops. <laughs> um, but I just went through so much shit growing up that it's, like, I've learned now to not, you know, my parents did not protect me in the ways they were supposed to. So now I had to learn, and now it's just I see these situations, and I'm like, there has to be some... We gotta grow up. We gotta. Yeah, you gotta be accountable for yourself. Because if you walk down the street without your wallet open and somebody takes your money, then they will say, "Why didn't you protect your wallet?" Right. And that that doesn't mean that it doesn't mean you deserve that to happen or that it's your fault that it happened. Did you hear about the the Irish comedian, a female comedian who got murdered on the way home from a show? No. It was this young, like twenty two year old girl. Just she was just doing bar shows. I don't know if she how far along she was in her career or anything, but she was walking home. She had to go past a, I guess a. go through a football field or something and she was like walking home from her show and texted her boyfriend I'm about to be home safe are you there or whatever and then in between that time and when she would have been home she got murdered by some random 19 year old I don't even think he had been at the show like I think he just was lurking and saw her alone and then the Irish police said something along the lines of this is a really important time for um, women to protect themselves and really make sure and then everyone there was this outrage because they said that and I'm like that's not victim shaming it's like also on the other end of things like protect yourself like be on guard like there yeah. is especially in Ireland they were saying there's a lot of like they're like we have a lot of like uh, violence towards women in Ireland I'm like I can tell you the two things <laughs> I think that is yeah small dicks and drinking too much yeah, <laughs> yeah small, dicks small dick Ireland. aggression and yeah mm. I mean notoriously tiny weenies Never I know knew. it's amazing what you get saved from as Never a knew big dick small black man dicks in Ireland. <laughs> and Irish that, that can be a problem though no, you mix alcoholism you with uh, a man with the aggression like. of like uh, rejection I'm, I'm semi kidding about that I mean and, I mean they always have it they always say that uh, america's police and fire department they have a very irish foundation mm-hmm. so that would explain there's a lot. aggression i mean if you think about it if there's this you feel like you have this inadequacy and you feel like let down by the opposite sex and you're gonna be maybe pissed or feel like you're not getting so something he just, entitled to he murdered her some guy and i don't know if he was irish i have no clue i didn't see they uh blurred his face so i couldn't um I he shot her like what was the he i think he stabbed her he uh, raped and stabbed her but man. it's like or strangled her Woo. That's horrible. This is a heavy show, man. I but know. it's like, but Lord I mean, but it's just so real. But it's real, you know. And it's like, so it's like, but there's got to be both, right? Like, yes, I would like the cops to say we're gonna put more people out on the streets to protect you, but also like be on guard because, like, I'm taking a, I got a weirdo in my apartment building, and I'm taking self defense class tonight. Like, I are you really? He started messing with me like, like the last straw. He almost followed me into my apartment like two days ago, and my boyfriend was out of town, and I'm like. I can't. So I'm like, I'm getting, I'm going to become a weapon. Like you're never messing with me, man. You got to take care of yourself. You got to protect your purse. We're um, going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to come back with Annie Letterman and Tony Baker. And we're going to talk about Megan Merkel and her daddy. (laughs) So it won't be so heavy, Tony. Man, it's heavy out here. I can make it heavy.
So we are back uh, live on Truth Serum. I am here with Tony Baker and Annie Letterman, and we are talking about everything that's trending right now. We're doing our celebrity segment, and we're just having our truthful conversations. If you want to chime in, you can too. Give us a call at 310-986-6610. I'm going to learn it, or he's going to cuss me out. One of the two things. <laughs> what is it? 310. He's got it written down, too. 310-986-6610. That, there six, you go. Six, Nine, eight, there six, are, six, six, I just six, want zero. you guys to know there are three sixes in there in a row. We I try to break it up with a little hyphen, but it's there. So Why are you bringing it down again, man? This Listen, is now the devil. Six, now six, the devil. She is saying true to her brand. What is it? This? I always do the I love you in sign language instead of the devil horns. Like whatever oh, yeah. the I don't know what the Satan one is. The thing the funny thing about people like Annie and myself <laughs> is that we go on stage and we go <laughs> and people are like Wait, why? Why are you? Why are you light? Like we want. We thought because you were a girl that you would just bring. You know, you'd be sprinkling rainbows in the room, and we're like, no. Yeah, you're not gonna be hearing about my handbag on stage. Me. I know. Oh, I'm I'm far away. I love that joke. Uh, I brought my handbag on stage. I don't know you people. I don't trust you. It's like that's a that's an old stock joke from when people come. So, uh, I don't know if you heard, but Meghan Merkel's father finally spoke out about not attending the royal wedding. Uh, and um, Was he like, it's just too late. I don't want to get up at 4 a.m. Wait, uh, why didn't he come? Why, why, well, they why said he, he was, uh, he had to have heart surgery. Oh, that's a good reason. Yeah. That's but, a good But, you know, excuse. there were a bunch of rumors behind him yeah. not being asked to come because. He's anti-gender. If your heart's yeah. not working, guess what? Don't go You're to not pulling up. Especially across the pond. Absolutely. Right? You know how long that trip is? With a bad heart? Yeah, I and know. Then, I don't, don't nobody want to die on yeah, that airplane. Might get a, we don't know if he's going to get a middle seat. We don't know where he's at. Oh, if you're <laughs> in the middle, that's going to add to the anxiety. You don't think they they charter a jet for him? Yeah, they know. probably would. Maybe, they probably, I'm assuming they made it as happen. easy as possible for him to get there. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, I don't, you know what? They said he was... Uh, Talking to the paparazzi and selling wow. stories. Oh, he's trying to get paid. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, his heart didn't work anymore. He couldn't go to the wedding. Oh, so you think he's faking it? I don't. I don't know if he's faking, but I, I think they. They. I mean, would you? Did they have Prince issues? Charles gave her away? Did they have issues? That's what they say. They uh, they said she really didn't really fool with her. her oh, but then, you know, her white side of the family. Yeah, but he's speaking out, up. meeting. He's trying to get back in that spotlight. Uh, Do you think he was offended that there was a there's a black princess or? <laughs> He's like, I can't do this. He shouldn't be offended. He created this black princess. That he, was the joke. He that put no his one penis got. in there. And <laughs> he he did. Tell me more. He planted Slower. the seed, right? Because pops is white, right? Yeah, and mm. the yeah. mom is black. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, he liked them black women. That just all her whole white side of the family just hated on her. Oh, did they great. really? I, I wasn't. I wasn't keeping up with the story. Can I'm I just tell you what I feel really bad about for the poor? Uh, princess, have you seen her outfit since they got married? No. They make yeah, her she dress was like so an old more, white woman. She was so much more fly before. Right? She looked amazing. It's uh, like they, literally, she's in these frumpy like she's wearing like she looks like she's going to the Kentucky Derby. They give every day. her clothes that's been on the in the castle this whole time. So these are clothes <laughs> from like the 18th century right here. This is See? this is. Her clothes are haunted now. I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> There's She's a price to dead pay. Woman clothes now. A price to pay for being yeah, married into yeah. that. R.I.P. Princess Diana. They pull out the old fabrics. Are it they? just doesn't seem fun. It seems like a horrible. Like you have to like live under a microscope, and you have to like. It's not just the same as just being famous. Like it, yeah. you have to be a specific. You have to be regal and. 
I don't think she can act anymore. I, I think. mean, this uh, this sounds everyone's like, That's what's up? be a princess. I'm like, you guys got up at no four more? in the morning to do it? I don't it? think so. Uh, I myself didn't think she could act before. I'm just kidding. I've never seen anything she's in. <laughs> <laughs> she I'm going to pass on that, man. I got to live my life, man. I'm not yeah, ready so for that. You, you wouldn't marry into a royal family? Not so. if I can't do nothing. You like, can. You got to travel the world and and feed homeless children. And well, that's that's cool. Philanthropy. That's dope doing that. But it's kind of boring. Sometimes I just want to do something <laughs> that's not important. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just want to do stuff that's not important. Let me be fly for like a week. You know what I'm saying? Then help the kids and then do something dumb. Yeah. If you guys thought I was a downer, imagine just having to give to hungry kids <laughs> and that that's a heavy you know it's a it's a good job but man you're gonna feel heavy when you get do you home know what I, do you know what like, bothers man. me about it the pictures of it it's yeah. like just go do the thing like why does like angelina jolie always look so well done when yeah, she's taking care of the it. kids I hate, it. I hate it when they're feeding the homeless and they're putting the camera on homeless people yeah i don't like that i don't like that either, either. i did a video about it because yeah. people were upset with me because some yeah. of my friends do that and i'm mm. like look I've been homeless. I've been homeless. Yeah. The last thing I want is a camera on my face. I don't face. want, yeah. If I'm out here in these call. streets sleeping on the concrete, don't, yeah, don't put me on the, your and Snapchat. Then you brought me some Payless shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I don't want to look up from the concrete like, oh, y'all, y'all got me on camera. <laughs> Tag me and now. Nah, we got a collar. Yeah, I haven't seen a mirror in right. a long time. Ready? You are live on Truth Serum. Who are we speaking to? Uh, Cecil B. Demented. <laughs> Cecil B. Demented. He liked the first oh, half Cecil of the show. Cecil B. Demented. Hi, Cecil. What's up, darling? South Florida is in the house. What's going on? <laughs> Actually, I was just lobbying uh, the comedy club here to get you back. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. You got I good love taste. Uh, well, you know, me and a bunch of bots were lobbying the club. Oh, I love comedy it. Club Thanks. <laughs> I mean, they got a man in the office, so that might work. <laughs> you need to get those Rodman uh, bots. <laughs> what's up you're live with uh tony baker and annie letterman yeah i'm 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 listening this is the first time it didn't sound like i was gonna get beat up if i called so oh come on celebrities and homeless people and whatnot and I you know i'm an old white guy i'm kind of not very popular right now <laughs> oh you're one of the best people on the planet stop it <laughs> i don't know man last week's show a little bit militant <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Last week's show was a little bit militant, but it was sometimes it's necessary, you know, Cecil. Cecil, you're taking up a lot of space that. like a white man right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the white woman I'm, on the you're, show. You're, you're like verbally manspreading right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm, don't I'm don't apologize for being a white <laughs> man for America, man. Just be you. But just when we complain about when we complain about stuff as a people, as black people, don't come in here with some constructive criticism that goes nowhere. You know what I'm saying? That that's no, the problem. I don't, I don't, like when I don't we be like, that. they always killing us. Here y'all come with the that's when we get pissed. But if you say, Yeah, you got a good point, then we like, cool, he with us. We need to know uh, you with us. You you usually got a good point, and sometimes you don't. It just depends on the individual point. You and it's know. cool, yeah, and, that, and that's fine. The disagree is fine, but we don't know who's racist and who's not, so we don't know who to attack. Everybody's hiding well, in plain this, sight. This is true. This is one of the reasons why I like the South because the racists are a little more out. Right. That <laughs> we least, know we know who you are over there. A little easier to find them down here. Right. Than it was when I lived up north. Now you never can tell, so it's like oh, I don't know who to trust. 
No, well, you know what they well, say. The South, uh, the races let you get close and not uppity, uppity, and the North lets you get uppity and not close. Oh, wow. That's what Malcolm X said, so. Wow, yeah. Malcolm. Cecil, thank you so much for calling. I'm so glad you're tuning in. We not, really appreciate it. Not a problem. I just wanted to say hey and let you know I was listening. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, right. and I look forward right. to being yeah. back in Jacksonville soon. Jacksonville, Florida. All right. All right. All right. You guys have a great night. All right. Bye, buddy. Bye. So now I think it's a, a perfect time to uh, segue into the next topic. I'm sitting here with Tony Baker and Annie Letterman. Trump is ordering that a sixth military branch be created. He's bored. And it's going to be the Space Force. So what are they going to do? <laughs> he said we need protection what? in space. So what, what are they going to be doing up there? And that's going to cost a lot, a lot of money. We don't, come on, man. What education Space level Force? is Trump at? It's, like, he sounds like he's in second grade. Like, he's like, I know about dinosaurs and spaceships. <laughs> this sounds like a 1986 action movie that grows $30 million at the box office. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but they are, did you guys read about it? You guys, they are actively going out and they, they're going to build, well, this is what he's proposing. Not, not that anything he's ever said has actually gone into effect. I mean, this this what's going on right now is a real desperate attempt to get that wall built. But um, he is really going. He's trying to build it that high. He's like, we got to get space people. We got to make yeah. that wall high. <laughs> he's really space Mexicans Force. can climb. I'll be that honest. name is horrible. The space. space it's kind of awesome. Force. He actually. said it's going to be the Air Force. He, this is he said it's going to be the Air Force, but in space. Uh, Do you think this is him just saying he's going to fund NASA again, but he has to like change uh, the name of it to make it sound? No, he he is talking about an active um, branch of the military to provide protection in outer space. Protection from what exactly? I mean, they must. I mean, they gotta know that there's something going on. They know stuff we don't know. That's also, fact, China is like gonna crush us up there. I think. Yeah. I think it's erased for information. I went to the NASA branch in um, Anaheim or something. I can't remember where it was, but or Ames. What? Just a, what, someone who was following me when I was in town took me. He worked at NASA, and they like they're everyone's working on a supercomputer, and it's like I guess it's a race between everyone in China. China's the one with the most stuff. So I guess that's what he means. What are you going to start attacking space stations? Like, what are you doing? Little yeah. known fact: There's a lot of debris in space. Do you think yeah. he saw a lot Star of Wars? Old <laughs> metal parts and pieces up there flying around at top speed. It's dangerous up there. Well, you know, people are signing up so that they can go to outer space. They want to go to Mars. Um, mm. And they are. They're going to spend a lot of money to go. Yeah. They have to agree that they won't come back. How long is the trip? They won't come back. No, they're not coming back. Oh. Okay. Because they'll probably die on the way. <laughs> why don't Why don't the people? I'm not coming back. No. Wow. I say people that hate other people should go. Yeah, they they're building us. If you don't like that, I agree with you. You should go. Like if you if you don't like a mixture of people, get your ass to Mars, man. Go to Mars and Set take all shop. those people with you. And you can't come back. Yeah, but then somebody's gonna have somebody's gonna fuck a Martian. And oh, have a baby. That's definitely happening. I bet you're going to look hot. That's definitely happening. <laughs> and then, The Martian smash is yeah. happening. For sure. They, they got those pretty big eyes, for Martians. For sure, man. They gonna Aliens be tall. have that, like, They're going to be tall, have chip? that red tint to the skin, man. Gonna is that why you can't come back? Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> no you, they, they said that the purpose is to start building colonies there. So they can't come back. They're supposed to build the civilization there. So that's why they're going. I mean, is I this know a how long Steven the trip Spielberg is. is that the movie? people we want to start civilization? 
I know, crazy people that said I will leave everyone <laughs> behind. I will leave my everything I know behind. But they're a good test yeah, run though. Because if they go set up shop and they be like, hey, you know, it's not so bad out there, and then everybody will start coming. I think it's Richard Branson. I'm not. I'm not positive. He's the Virgin guy. It, yeah, yeah, I think oh, it's yeah. him. He can afford the trip. I think he's behind uh, trying to. At this point, I think he's no longer a virgin. I think people are banging to get to Mars at this point. I know. (laughs) I want to know how long that flight is, man. I'm going to, we're going to look it up. Yeah. And then we're going to let you know. We're going to take a quick break. And when I come back with Tony and Annie, we're going to find out what's going on in their worlds and uh, how you can see them live. So we'll be right back with Truth Theorem. If you have any questions, make sure you call us. What's the number, Darren? 310. 986 6610. There it's 6610. I got it. We'll be back. We are searchlights. We can see in the dark. We are rockets pointed up at the stars. We are billions of beautiful hearts and you sold us down the river too far what about us what about all the times you said you had the answers what about us what about all the broken happy ever after Truth Serum with uh, Annie Letterman and Tony Baker. <laughs> and we got a call, so we're going to come back with a call. You are live on Truth Serum. Who's this? This is uh, Keith from Jersey. Hey, hey what's up? Yo, Tony Baker is funny. Just good, wholesome comedy. Like, Abernathy never is. Their voiceovers, ADD. I mess with all of it. Oh, thank it you, man. Appreciate that, man. I'm performing in Newark, man. You pulling up? Yes, when? Uh, hold on a second. Let me. You doing Stress Factory? 
Let me dig up the date, man. And if you don't, he will put you oh, on blast. I'm you because on I just seen all the first one, like Burbank, and you know I follow all the posts, man. So it, July twentieth, we're gonna be in Newark. Go to my go to my Instagram page and go to uh, KevOnStage.com, and then you get the venue. And but it's July twentieth, Newark, New Jersey. Okay, cool. Bring your boys because you know Newark gets rowdy. Assemble um, your crew. Thank you so much for calling. We are uh, live on Truth hey, Serum. I'm gonna bring you a shirt. Oh, please do. I'll make t-shirt. Yes, bring it. I'll wear it and post yes. it on Instagram. Cool. I love cool, it. Thank man. you so much for supporting to Tony Baker and Truth Serum. We got another call. We got to take it. Thank you so much for calling in. You're live on Truth Serum. This is Ida, Annie, and Tony. Who's this? This is Rob Bay. Rob Bay. Yeah. It takes two. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> I thought you said Rob Bay. I was like, this right now. what's up with that Burger King Rob money? Bay. How you doing? I'm pretty good. How about y'all? It's crazy. Doing good. Thank you for calling. <laughs> what you got? What you got for us? What truth you got to tell today? Um, truth, truth, truth. I don't even know. I'm kind of caught by surprise. Um, <laughs> if anything, if anything, I can say, um, just keep positive energy. Say that keep again. Positive energy. That's my truth. Keeping the positive energy. Oh, we, well, we we needed the positivity this earlier. You were supposed to call in the first segment. <laughs> you have well, to we combat talk about my murder and rape. You gotta combat my truth. <laughs> 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 I am scared up in this very dangerous world. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. Thank you for calling in the truth Center. We got, we got another caller. Thank you so much. Right, we appreciate you. it. Thank you. You are live on Truth Serum. Who's this? Hey, this is Tiffany from Phoenix. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. You are live on Truth Serum. I know you and uh my friend Tony have some history. Wait, we do? <laughs> Who is this? We do. We do. We embarrassed him a little bit when he came out here live and yelled out in the middle of the street. Oh, where were you? Tell tell downtown everybody Phoenix. where you were. They don't know where you are. Okay, downtown Phoenix. Tony came down uh, last August and did a segment for one night, did some stand-up. And my husband and I were driving. He was at the meter. Oh, and yeah. We <laughs> you know, he was looking worried because he got a girlfriend now. Yeah, no, his you face changed. Like a- <laughs> I was going to wait to say that his face oh, got no. so happy uh, when he found out that it was. My girlfriend, though, I got a pass. <laughs> wow. I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? My boyfriend knows I have a future, too, so. <laughs> <laughs> and a present. <laughs> Let yeah. me live. <laughs> I remember that show, though. That was a That was a fun show. Yeah, but you yeah, guys did yeah, something. Yeah. You did a video or something. Oh, a picture. Yeah, we, we did the dog. So I sent him the picture of my dog knocking my niece in her in her face, and he uploaded it last week. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just did that video. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was a good video. That video did good too. Everybody just loves Tony, you know. Like uh, we hate Tony because everybody loves Tony. <laughs> I, I was, I've always so been trying trying to find holes in him. Like he's, I'm like, why are you so goddamn nice all the time? We gotta ask his girlfriend. Holes, we gotta be like, what's that past he's talking I, about? I got mad holes, you know. 
I holes got, man, or holes? <laughs> whatever. I got holes. Like, because people see me a certain way. And I'm like, no, I'm not that. You know, but people see what they want to see. You got like people a, always say I'm clean too on stage. I'll be like, I'll be cussing though. They'll be like, no, nah, but, but you clean. But you know what it is? Is that you curse with a smile? That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, your it goes smile under, is it goes like, under the radar. Yeah. But I'll yeah. be like, I'll be up there cussing. As long as you haven't sexually assaulted yeah. a um, stool. I've never sexually oh, assaulted. Oh, God, yes. A stool. I'm so sorry that I forgot yeah. to say stool and I couldn't remember the word. And then there was you such pause. a long pause. Yeah. yeah. A stool. I have no sexual assault on my when they When they meet to a stool. When they me to a stool. Thank you for calling, Tiffany. We yes, love you. Tiff. Appreciate it. Thank no you. Problem. Love y'all. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Yeah, this is, can I just say, this is a very good looking room. I, I'm just shocked by all <laughs> these faces. One? Gorgeous. <laughs> okay, we got another caller. Uh-oh, we got the busy signal. I ain't heard that in a minute. All right, you're on live with Truth Serum. Thank you for calling. Who's this? Hi, this is Trey. Hi, how are you? Good. What's up with you? What? I just, I just wanted to say R.I.P. to X. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Were you a fan? Oh. Yeah. Tell, you know what? I would love to hear from you. Tell us about X because I'm not familiar with his music, but from what I read, he moved a lot of people with his music um, and his journey. So, can you tell us a little bit about what you um, experienced with his music? Uh, X, um, first I heard about him from my friends because one of my friends was going through depression and he heard that, he said that X um, helped him and I started listening to him. And then um, if you go to most of the X comments, like through his music on YouTube or Instagram, they all talk about how he helps, he helped them through depression and all that. Mm. So most, most of his music helped people get through things like depression and suicide and stuff. Mm. Oh, so I'm sorry to hear about your loss because I know when Tupac passed away, I was really sad. And um, and when somebody, you know, that affects you and, and moves you, it can be really hard. Are you suffering from depression? No, I'm oh, not. You're just sad? Yeah, yeah, most of the time. Okay. I guess you could say depressing, yeah. I guess you could say depressing, yeah. All right, well, remember that if you are feeling some sort of depression that you reach out to someone and you talk to somebody, even if it's somebody outside of your circle, and remember that you've been depressed before and you got through it. So this is something like that. Please do not feel um, filled with despair. And if you need to talk to somebody, you can always call 1-800-273-8255. Thank you for calling into Truth Serum and being a friend of the show. And um, prayers up for X. Uh, his family. I know he has a child on the way. Oh, no. The young girlfriend. Oh, he had a kid on the way. So yeah. Sad. Oh, so, man, no. and to all of the fans, because people who don't understand what some artists mean to them, is uh, they they drive me crazy. You know, there are things that Tupac got me through that my mother couldn't get me through. So, my heart is with you guys. And please, please, please stay away from people, places, and things that promote violence. We cannot afford to lose any more of our young people. Thank you for calling. All right. And, and, and tell Tony Baker I'm a big fan of his. Oh, thank oh, you, man. Nice. Appreciate Look, it, man. He liked ex and Tony Baker. That's dope. <laughs> thank you, bro. You're welcome. Go to Tony's page. He'll make you feel better. All right. You're on the air. Thank you for calling. Man, I'm watching the live right now. Hey, 
Who's live? I'm on your live. Oh, 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 I didn't know who was live. You're the man, only one bad. that's live right now. I'm oh, not my live. bad. My bad. Oh, man, appreciate you. I'm on, I'm on your Instagram, bro. I always watch your videos. Me and my friends sit down and watch your videos every week, man. Every time you post a new video, we either send it to a group chat or we all be in the same room and we all watch your videos, man. We really appreciate the positive uh, influence that you put out. And keep the videos coming, man. You know what I'm saying? Will do, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Now, I'm about to cry yeah. over here. Yeah. This is Thank you for inspirational suite. Hey, and get my special, too. Uh, get my special on iTunes or Google Play. Get a special. That's the I real. Yeah. Right, bro. Yes. I, I, support, I support you, bro. Oh, man. I appreciate I that, man. You get verified, man. Oh, man. When uh, I get verified, man, I'm switching up on everybody. You haven't, you're not verified? Did you have no, an agent? I'm not verified. Oh, we got it. We got oh, it. Yeah, everybody keep verified. giving me the runaround on the verification. Oh, you got to know this one dude. You got another one? So, oh, thank you so much for calling. Thank you for Please make sure that you continue to support the show. Tony will be back. Since everybody's calling is calling about Tony, make sure you continue to support Truth Serum because Tony is a friend of Truth Serum. Thank you for calling. We got another caller. You are live on Truth Serum. This is Ida. You're live with Annie and Tony. Who's this? This is Devin from the A. Hey! Hey, What's going on? What's up, Devin? Tony Baker's still in that guy, man. Yeah, he's in here. You just called here to talk to Tony? What up, man? Yeah, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't get on my ass. Don't get on my ass yet. No, no, Tony Baker, man, I do want to say, man, I appreciate everything, man. You really, you really. I'm in college, man, so, you know, I, um, you know, be watching your video while I'm in my dorm room, man. And, you know, it gave me some inspiration, man. It gave me inspiration to start doing comedy, actually. Oh, beautiful, you know man. What I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to come up, trying to come up, man. What to school do you go tips. to? I go to Talladega College in Alabama. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Oh, you, you said the A. You said Alabama. Alabama. No, he he from the yeah. A. Oh, you from the yeah, you from I Alabama. No, I live in Atlanta, but okay. I go to school in Alabama. Oh, you go to school gotcha. in Alabama. Thank gotcha. you. So, what you know about that Miss Winters, though? Man, what you know about Miss Winters? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. That's a that hey, is a chicken place him, in oh, Atlanta, <laughs> and their biscuits and the gravy is delicious. Oh, Am I lying? Nah, what about that hot sauce? Oh, you know what? <laughs> you can call back here anytime. You get tickets to the next show. Hey. <laughs> Big face, big face, big face. But man, much love, much love. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. And keep doing it, man. If you're going to do it, don't stop. Consistency is the key to anything in life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I actually just started my new page, man. It's a underscore boat dot official. Yes. It's a I-S-S-A underscore dot underscore B-O-A-T dot official. Follow me, follow me, follow me. There it is. Thank you so I much for it, uh, calling. It. We appreciate you calling live into Truth Serum. Have a good day. You know what, Tony, what I think is beautiful is that you have so many young black men who follow you. Yeah, I do got a big male following. But I mean, they, they're so supportive. like, yeah. so, And they're so, like, uh, they admire you so much. Like, it's good. You're a good they, It'd be food fights in my comment section. Oh, like, it, when people come for me, they pull up. Yeah, that's hard. Sweet. I'm like, oh man. Oh, I've been in there. I've the been food in there. Especially when you real. make political statements. Oh man. Which is leading down. me into the our topic of the day. Uh-huh. Wh- is is there ever a time when you get too political as an artist? I feel I feel like as an artist, the audience 
they will turn their back on you depending on who you side with politically which which is annoying which makes sense but it's annoying at the same time because you're just supporting somebody that's going to be in office temporarily and then you let that be the deciding factor and this goes into family and yeah, friends yeah it's sad it goes into what's happening friends. this man. is somebody that's just going to have a job for four to eight years you don't turn your back on your family and friends just for yeah. that person that, with a temporary job right yeah it's like and so it's just it's, it's too much because politicians are fake anyway all of them so it's like, why are you? It's it's okay to disagree within your family and friend circle, you right. know. But uh, you know, if you supporting racism and stuff like that, then it gets a little harder yeah. to l- overlook that. But so but, you you've spoken up and you absolutely. and I've seen you say things. Um, I don't care what what if y'all don't want to follow me, don't follow me. Racism absolutely. is wrong, you know. I've absolutely. seen you do that. We got a, we got another caller. When we come back, I want to I want to address that. Okay. All right. You are live on Truth Serum. Who's this? Just playing music. Oh, this is a call. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, it's okay. We, <laughs> we wanted like, to hear that. That's song so too. scary for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who's this? But I was calling in. This is a coin store. I was calling in. Let Tony Vega know that. I, I am the plug for being official. I got all the facts. Oh, okay, nice. all the facts, huh? Official. Well, how long is it going to take to get facts. to Mars? To Mars? Yeah, how long is that trip to Mars? A couple hours. Oh, come on, <laughs> Come on, man. So we got another caller. Thank you so much for calling. You Thanks, are, bro. We appreciate the support. You are live on Truth Serum. Who's calling? Uh, this is the real Holly Prince. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Tony is is fantastic. Man. He is. My favorite video that he's animal voiceover video is the panther in the in the water. <laughs> the panther <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> Panthers be out here living their best life, man. Oh, Especially man. black ones, they in now, man, because you know black panther they got them popular out here. <laughs> they feeling oh, themselves man, in, these, in these pools. I just want to tell you, man. I got so many favorite animal videos. The one with the rat cleaning itself and all of that. Appreciate you know, it. Oh yeah, that one was funny. I, I thought that one was really funny. The one with the, the rat cleaning. It was weird. Yeah, it's so weird. It was very creepy. <laughs> like, what kind of animal is this? Really scrubbing, like washing better than I've seen adults wash. And I'm like, yeah. And I just, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you, keep up the good work, and I'm following you. And um, uh, I also wanted to give my condolences to the family of X. That's just some sad stuff, man. 20 Super years sad. old. 20, man. So sad. Yeah, yeah we're all saddened by that, and we hope that this is the end of that and that we don't have to hear about a, and a, a great number of other young people losing their lives to senseless, senseless violence. Thank you for calling in to Truth Serum. Make sure that you subscribe and, um, you know, you download this episode on iTunes and that you... Uh, you follow Tony Baker, Annie Letterman, and myself, Funny Ida. Thank you so much for calling. We appreciate your positivity. We need more of that in the in the world. Okay, thank you. So, Tony, it takes 115 days to get to Mars. That's it? That's easy work. But it's because Earth and Mars are both orbiting the sun. Ah. Uh, so that's why. And then you can never come bad. back. I was thinking it was going to take like a year or two. 115 days is a long time. I mean, it's a long. It's long within the context of like you on a cruise ship performing. Like, all right, man, I'm sick of this. Yeah, I had no basis for that. I was like, it could be like five years. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was gonna be like two years to get you there. 115 days, but isn't it work? But because of the speed, you won't notice how long it is. Right, I would imagine end up being 
an hour in your mind. Well, that oh, that would be insane. Really? I saw yeah, Interstellar. That would be All insane. Right. I, I've done hallucinogens a lot, so now you're messing with me. <laughs> no, right. Think about it. That if would you be go, crazy. To, if you're going the speed of light, time time doesn't go yeah. the same speed. But it wouldn't take goes, 115 days, and you, and you don't age speed. the same way. It says 150 days, but it may, but it takes the expect space. Look, look up, about? look up how long it it actually would be, in you know, to you, because just on Earth it's 115 days, but for you, it might be 10 minutes because of the speed that you're going. Ah, uh, okay, the, so that's the, crazy. That's in the still. I don't right know, there. but that's really messing with my. It says 942 hours, which means 39 days. Wait, they're giving the wait. Is it? So then it's 112, uh, 139 days yet? in our time. What's that? 39 days, our time. Right. But 115 days. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, because of the speed that you're yeah. yeah, first of all, I'm an astronomy fanatic. So I, I can talk about this stuff all day. Just I wish you had said astronomy. Me too. <laughs> Yo. So we are live on Truth Serum with Tony Baker and Annie Letterman. And my friend Ravneet has joined the conversation. Everybody say hi to Ravneet. Hey, Ravneet. What's up? Hi. So Ravneet is the editor of a publication called Wear Your Voice. And it is a publication that gives a voice to marginalized groups, people in, of intersections. Um, and it is independent media. Tell us about the magazine. Yeah, hi. Um, thank you. No. Um, so I founded Wear Your Voice uh, four years ago. It was to um, give um, the most underrepresented voices in our community an opportunity to say what they need to say. And it's an intersectional feminist publication, which means it's the intersection of class, gender, race. And we prioritize the, um, the voices of women of color, people of color. Oh, beautiful. So today we are talking about when is it too much to get political in your art? And so... Uh, I asked Tony, Annie hasn't had a chance to answer yet, and I definitely want to get your take on it because you have a lot of artists who write for you, right? Yeah, that's right. So Annie, what was your take on? I just it? like to stay funny, you know, like as long as I'm still being funny. Like if I, you, if people pay to come see me do comedy, I got to be doing comedy. So if I get up there and I'm like, I'm going to use my platform, I got to still do it in joke form. Right. So for me personally, definitely after the election, I had some, uh, some spots where I'm like... <laughs> where I was just like really kind of out of it, you know, and not as funny as I could have been. But I always feel, as long as I'm still being funny, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like kidnap an audience right. into I another situation. Yeah, like I, I don't want to like, I want to give people what they paid for and I want to give them a right. good time. And I don't want to like- it's not going to be a whole hour And if Trump. I'm going to, yeah, if I'm going to make a joke, I'm going to make sure it's not, I mean, I'm just going to make sure it's funny. Because funny exactly. trumps any You came to topic. laugh, I got yeah. you. But like, on my social media platform, I'm going to say stage. what I want. That's what I was going to say. Off, off stage. stage, I can say what I want to say. Mm -hmm. Okay, because, yeah, what about you? Do you speak out off stage? Do you speak out a lot? Yeah, I, I mean, I do. You. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. It's okay. interesting, too, because, like, my ideas will kind of change. You know, they've evolved over time. I was, I think I was, like, I just have, I'm, you know, sexual assault victim, so I had, like, a lot of PTSD after the the election so a lot of stuff kind of calmed down for me i'm in a really like safe nice relationship now too so it's just uh things aren't as um I i've been able to look at things a little differently i think now too so it's not interesting that so many women like we're sitting here i'm, I'm also a victim of sexual mm -hmm. assault yeah. and me too it, sexual abuse yeah, yeah. So yeah. there are three mm -hmm. women in here yeah. and all three of us have 
And that is a real that is a real issue. It, it yep. is it should be just as important. And it shouldn't it shouldn't take for you to say, I have a daughter, I have a mother, I have a sister, yeah. for you to find the humanity in women. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think what we do, um, yeah, we do have artists. I do call people who write and creatives artists. They do bring forth their voice. But I think for me, when you're taking a political stance, um, whatever form it may be, it may be in humor or a more serious form or in written form, we have to be really responsible about the part we play in that. Right. So like, if we're getting behind a movement as say um, someone who has a large platform, who's famous, who's in Hollywood, when we're getting behind a movement, we have to know who the movement is for, who's been doing the work, who led the movement, who started the movement, and how are we addressing it and are we being responsible? Because if we're not, then we really shouldn't get behind it at all. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, my uh, the my partner the the man I don't know what to call it anymore. I feel so dumb saying boyfriend like yeah. as a grown up, you know. But we, we he always tells me stuff like that. Like because people approach me about so many things, and you you two you guys get approached like, hey, can you help us raise money for this, or can mm-hmm. we got this cause? And then you go and you research the person, and you find out that the person Yo, is. A, there are some charities that are backwards. Yeah. Yeah. You are lying. Like, that's yeah. wild. <laughs> So when when you um, you you select your writers, you guys consider yourselves independent media, which yes. means not writing from a place of bias. That's absolutely we don't get we don't we don't edit unless we have to. If it's like grammatical edits or we have to give you better researched um, points of view. Um, apart from that, we're not editing your voice. The idea is you're meant to wear your voice. That's why the publication is called what it is. It's uh, it's your true voice. So do you feel like our mainstream media really is, because Donald Trump called it fake news. A lot of people got <laughs> upset and opposed the fake news. But I mean, what a, what percentage of media would you say you think, we all know Fox News leans a certain way, yeah. but what about everybody else? Is mainstream media really that bad where we're not getting the real story? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. mainstream media has to answer to someone else. That's why it's really, really important that independent media even though on so many levels it's it's independent and, and then there's always a few backers here and there and you take money from wherever you can get it. As long as it is, uh, you're in total control, as in what I'm saying, me, the team, the people that work for us, the writers, we're, we're in complete control over what gets published, then it stays as independent media. But the minute you're talking about larger media platforms, the unfortunate part is they do have to, un- they do have to answer to so many other people. There are so many people they have to please or apologize for their very voice. And, and ours is unapologetic. And that's why independent media is so important because I feel it's the truth. It's the people doing the work. It's the community. It's the salt of the earth. It's it's the, the foundation on which we walk. It's mm-hmm. the it's the mud, it's the soil, it's the grit. It's the, it's the real, it's the humor, it's the feeling, it's the passion, it's the art, it's the creativity. That's what independent media is for me. So I feel no. like, wait, don't you feel like it's so, the part that upsets me so much is the headlines in mainstream media because people are so lazy and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not even getting down on people. Like I barely know how to read. So I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, you know, like it, it's just like nobody reads the articles. And then when you do read an article and you've already made your judgment off of the thing and you read the article and you go, are you kidding me the way right. you twisted those words? Like right. it's in every single time because I feel like in mainstream media, they either want you to go, like, oh, like a puppy or something, you know, or like, <gasps> you know, like quick it's knee jerk reaction. It's like from one yeah. or the other. It's yeah. like scare. It's like really, uh, it's really wild. You, yeah. I feel lost. Like right now with what's going on with the children who are being separated from their mm-hmm. families on the borders. There are articles and there are outlets saying that some of the uh, the police officials that were guarding these kids, there's a video of them laughing 
saying we have a whole symphony here. And then there are people saying that that's not that's fake news and it's not real. But and there are a lot of people covering the stories, a lot of people covering what's going on. But I I feel so lost as to where to believe. Are these children being human trafficked? Because that's what some of the outlets are saying. Or are they just crying? Um, there's an article about a girl who had to teach the other kids how to change diapers because they don't change the baby's diapers. Aww. So it's like Goodness. you know they pull on our heartstrings. Mm-hmm. But how do we decide where to get our our information from? Because it's always leaning towards everything has. An ulterior motive. Well, you, know? you come to wear your voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, you, you, I suppose you have to get to know the publication that you're, you're, you're reading, and then you start to follow particular writers. I think that's mm-hmm. always a safe space to go. I think also following particular writers on social media is very helpful. I haven't actually read any of those articles. I cannot bring myself to read them, mm-hmm. but I've seen the horrific pictures. And also, we have to think about trauma porn. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact is that those images are really, really triggering. Mm-hmm. And, and what are they doing to people who have experienced something similar? Are we really thinking that far? Everyone's using the same image. And I, I get, I, I, I do understand. We need, they need the donations. They need to raise the money. They need support. We do need to sort of almost trigger people into action. But where does that stop? Where do we draw the line? Because women of color and people of color, this is a very triggering um, imagery for them, for, the, for, for, for big communities who have been immigrants. This is a really, really traumatic image. And it's not new. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we, we're painting as if it's new. Let's talk about what happened many years ago right here in America in, in, in slavery. So this is not new yeah, for and, children to be snatched and from their parents. And they're making it so like, it's like we were talking about earlier, it's like a fad or something. Yeah. It's yeah. like... You, you know, like it's, it's scary with hashtags, I feel like, because it's like the hashtag's yeah. gone out of style. You're like, oh my yeah. God. Like yeah, these are things it. that are, it's like we were talking about the Puerto Rico and so stuff. We were talking about yeah. earlier, yeah. It's like one week is, oh yeah. yeah. And then the next week we praying and for something else. And then you look at like, yeah. I mean, Black Lives Matter everything. is still holding up, but then it's like you say Black Lives Matter and then people are countering it. Like there's no counter Blue to it. Blue Lives Matter though. There's no, no oh like God. argument. <laughs> all, all lives oh. matter though. All yeah, lives right. matter. It's like nobody said that that wasn't true. Dumb dumbs. The funny thing for me is that people feel like they've made this new discovery about racism. Like they're like, oh, racism is still alive. And those of us, I always, Tony, you can relate to my analogies because, you know, (laughs) my analogies about cartoons. I feel like Scooby-Doo. Like when Scooby-Doo tells the the group about a ghost, they never believe him. Shaggy Shaggy is the only one. (laughs) But then at the end of the episode, when the ghost finally comes around, they're like, Oh, it was not, and then every episode. So that's what I feel about racism right. yeah. in America. Yeah. It's like every single time. No, the, there. Get over yourself. Yeah. Stop being no, a right. victim. I got Scooby no. I got made fun of like Scooby is a brown dog. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear Never that you cannot see that. color. If you tell me that, I'm just gonna have oh, to. Oh yeah, no, no. Throw oh, something go to the eye head. doctor. Like, you yeah, can't see color. That's crazy. That's a disability. I don't see color. Yes, she. It's okay to see color. Yeah, it's respected. Yeah, um, it's it's just being honest because right. that we are different and that's fine. That's we're fine. not we're not disputing that we're different. Right. What we're saying is that we want equality and justice and both, not yeah. just right. equality. Yeah. We need both. Um, we are yeah. live in the studio with Ravneet. How do I pronounce your last name? Vora. Vora. Beautiful. Annie Vora. And Tony Baker. She's so regal. She she was going off on the Young Turks with me, but it was just so regal. And I was like, I'm all on the the other side. I feel like like it was like, um, you know, she's just sounded like Placido Dominguez, right? And then I was right next to her and I was 21 Savage. (laughs) 
21, but, it's just, but we gotta so, we gotta have that spectrum because everybody <laughs> needs to be reached. Uh, thank you so much for listening right now. We're talking about when is there too much politics and art? Because I get this all the time. Stick to comedy. Like, oh, yeah. just like what do you think comedy is? What do you think comedy is? Also, we're truth tellers. Yeah. The fact that our voices get are so uh, attempting to squash our voices at all times is so crazy. Oh my god! You should be you're, you're at that, all times. I saw it on your Instagram. Oh my god! On every every angle, it's like it's not like it's Stick like to comedy. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh you. But you know why? It's then they're equating like the Roseanne thing to some other thing where you're like, oh. it's different Uh, (laughs) I mean it's different but it's because you know what it's when they say stick to comedy they're talking to us specifically because you're a black man you're a woman and Mm -hmm. I'm a woman of color because nobody would say to George Carlin stick to comedy when he made so much political and social commentary exactly Honestly, yeah. the the good and bad part about social media is the access that strangers have to us, too. I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah. it can be great. And then also it's like, it just, it expands like the bubble of like who we're supposed to touch in our lives in a weird way. You know, it's like, right. it's just like people coming at you, like taking out their day on you. We're like, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, Back no. up. Yep. Yeah. How much hate mail do you guys get? Oh, we get a lot. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> a lot. Significant amount, um, significant amounts of hate mail, Um, particularly our managing editor, because she's kind of like kick-ass. Uh-huh. Um, so she's been doxxed a few times. Oh, and, wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's real. And the thing is, independent media is so strapped. We we don't even have, like, the, we should have so many extra technical things in place. Don't ask me because I'm not technical. Um, and we don't. But there should be so many more um, sort of, I don't know, barriers to entry to be able to find us. But there isn't. It's, it's, yeah, everything's it's so it's accessible. So and as a comic, it's scary, yeah. too, because we need to have our schedule up, too. Oh, so. yeah, I know. That's a very, you know, I've had... I've had people say weird things to me online. I've had mm-hmm. people show up. Um, and, you know, after seeing that, you know, a comedian got shot, a comedian mm-hmm. got attacked in uh, South Carolina, you you get to the point sometimes where you feel, maybe I'll just talk about my family tonight because I yeah. don't feel like fighting today. Yeah. You know? right. I'm, I'm on this, I'm in this Which town. you can do. I mean, it's totally, like, sometimes you got to take a, I, I, sometimes I have to back off and be like, I'm not mentioning any, I don't want to get involved with this stuff anymore. It's like, yeah. you just from all sides are getting, people just want to criticize and now they have a forum to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. They yeah. get to touch you. So it's just like, it's not, you're not opening like a hate mail. You're literally getting it. They're adding your name so you can see yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. You wake up to a boom. Yeah, like, oh, good morning. <laughs> and I hate when people are like, you leftist retard, you lip tart. And I'm like, listen, I am not, I don't lean to the left or the right. I lean forward. Yeah. That's yeah. the difference. I do not belong. I lean to, back. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? But I don't belong to any organizations that are actively benefiting yeah. from my oppression. Yeah. And so when people are like, you're a leftist, you lip tart, you this, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm leaning towards pro- progress. The fact that I want, you know, all human beings to receive their life, liberty, and and their unalienable rights and their pursuit of happiness does not mean that I I am adhering to anybody's agenda because I think that the system is broken, you it know? Broken. And that's why yeah. independent stuff is so popular mm-hmm. now because people are tired of being fed. Yeah, they trust us. Yeah. You know, they, they, the amount of people that have come through for us when we've been doing our fundraiser 
is is extraordinary and everyone's just saying the same thing we we trust you we we've loved you we we don't want you to go away we are with the one trusted source amongst about two or three other publications i think that they mentioned that they actually go to for all their information because they know that they can really trust our research and really trust our voice so we're we're crucial to we're crucial for for humankind we're crucial for those on the margins we, yeah. we 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 must remain. We must stay in intact. We and that's not just us as an independent media source. Like there are a few others, and we all we all in the same struggle. All of us. We're all yeah. independent artists. I, I I can always trust someone who has eyebrows that is that amazing. <laughs> like her eyebrows are just yeah. <laughs> they're on fuego and fleek together. Uh-huh. I like that. <laughs> but I, I highlighter think looks. All legit. of us, Tony. You and I feel uh, we live in this place where. You know, somebody asked me today, what is what are three of your favorite quotes? And one of them that I always think about is Albert Einstein said, I'm so thankful to all of the people who said no to me because of them. I did it myself. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I always think about so people true. like you, you and me, yeah. that we don't necessarily belong to the matrix, you know, mm-hmm. like because you could easily be. Uh, super famous right now if you decided to do mm-hmm. the dance but because yeah. you want to do it your way you want to stay main, maintain true to your voice mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. make a decision that maybe that's not for you you know right. I'm, I'm not going to do man tan yeah. and that that's costly right yeah. but yeah. now Absolutely. we have these platforms yeah, yeah. Look, uh, Tony Baker's been here and, and for an hour and a half and we've had an abundance of phone calls of people who love him touched and yeah. like, yeah, like inspired and touched. And that's another thing that's actually uh, pulls me to this point I wanted to make earlier where we were talking about how so many women have been sexually assaulted and stuff. Mm-hmm. I am so open about the things that have happened to me because I had them all throughout my life. Like I had an incident when I was young and then I had was sexually assaulted by a teacher and then I was date raped in college. And I know I sound like I have hysteria or whatever you guys think it is, but it is all documented. <laughs> My teacher pled guilty. But anyway, yeah, so it's so like... It's sad that a woman has to say that. Yeah, yeah you, know? you shouldn't right. have to even back like, that up. But yes. when I'm so open about it, men come to me and tell me their stories too. And I think the fact yeah, that that's not... Men, men are too. getting... Listen, people are being molested. They're being assaulted. Absolutely. They're being drugged. They're being like... It happens to so many people. And it's like the fact that it's not... It, I think it needs to be more open space for men to talk about it too. Because the fact that there's so many divided sides right now. And mm-hmm. I do feel like we're in some sort of war of the sexes right now. Which I'm not comfortable. I don't like that. And I don't think we are at this table, you know, but I think that a lot of times it's like an against against and we have some common ground in our pain. And I think that, uh, you know, well, we're to not going to Tony always talks about it because Tony comes from a biracial family. Mm-hmm. Right. So the the thing is that we're, nobody is there's not going to be a mass exodus of anybody. We have to be here. So we have to figure out a way to balance the floor. It's gonna, It has to happen. Nobody is going anywhere. Right. So I'd rather stick to the things that, you know, that lean towards solution. Right. Because, I think that there's a lot, there's a lot lacking that a lot. Like well, because people are, social media gives people an opportunity so that they can bitch, but they, and there's no accountability yeah. because right. you don't see them. There's and, no action steps off the back of yeah, it. Yeah, there's right. no it's action like a lot of noise. Yeah. And they don't help our cause. Yeah. Let no. me tell you, when you get on social media and you just rant about something, you're not really helping the cause of anybody. But yeah. if you're going to go out there and do something, you're going to say something, then do something off the back of it. Right. Yeah, you know? I, and yeah. I, you know, because I was, I was, we talked about this rapper today that was murdered, and I was thinking, we, we, I don't engage in respectability politics. I do. I'm very well aware of the systemic oppression in this country that's been going on forever. The country was built on the back of it, but I do think that there is accountability for us. And I think that when I hear these basketball players and these, you know, celebrities talking about black on black crime and saying. I think we have to take some action and go into our own communities and we have to make 
we have to make some changes within ourselves because the dehumanization of black and brown bodies uh, is real. And we play a part in that when we're always sharing videos like that young man is dead and they keep sharing the video of yep. his lifeless body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then Sharkeisha. And then when uh, when when white people who already don't see us as equal see yep. us as a threat that they take this action and we have to do something within our own communities black men have to go into the black communities and talk to young black men and and help correct some of these ills because we too have a responsibility absolutely i was with um a bunch of south asian ladies last night we were talking about the same thing on how we address the internalized racism we have within our culture mm-hmm. the bias the colorism and i and i said profoundly said point blank that the only thing we can do is we collect together and we have these discussions together because often communities call on the marginalized person to come in and educate them like, oh, hey, you know, hi, Ida, can you tell me what it feels like to be like you and then come like educate us? And it's like, no, 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 you, 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 no, you can't do that. Ida's not going to do that. She's not going to come in and she's not going to do emotional labor and she's not going to stand there and tell you how to be better and not racist. We're going to collect together in our own communities. It's our job to do it. All right. Yep. So we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, uh, we're going to find out what's going on with these three savages that are in the studio with me. Tony Baker, (laughs) Annie Letterman, and Ravneet Bora. We'll be right back. Thank you.
that is uh, Lynn Manuel. You are back on Truth Serum. I am Aida Rodriguez, and you are on live with Ravneet Vora, Annie Letterman, and Tony Baker. And we are talking about being political within your art. Uh, that was Lynn Manuel, and uh, it feels like dying, or it feels like crying is the name of the song, right? What's the name of the song, Darren? I thought you were just giving it a very harsh review. I was no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> very negative, Ida. I don't know. It, it yeah, didn't but put the. Uh, it only put the name of the person. Yeah, no. But anyway, all proceeds of that song went to uh, the tragic. Almost like praying. Almost, almost like crying. Um, it went to Puerto Rico, and every song that you are hearing today on Truth Serum is a song where an artist decided to put politics in their art and uh, speak up for the voiceless. So I'm all for that. I think it's, you know, that's what my journey has become. And I'm, I'm not, I don't apologize for it. Good. I think that <laughs> no as, apologizing. I feel like it's not the exact definition of art, an artist, but for me, an artist is like, you know, you're supposed to keep it real. Like you're supposed to like tell the truth, you know, tell yeah. the truth. So mm -hmm. whatever that is and whatever form you do it. I yeah. believe in that. And so... We are decide. We have decided to take art and activism, and join together and put a fundraiser together at the Laugh Factory on July fifth for Wear Your Voice uh, magazine. And uh, Cecily Strong from SNL is going to be supporting that night, and um, and a, a host of other amazing comedians. And we're going to have women, and we're going to have men, and people of color, and gay people, and. Uh, all of the intersections come together. I like that. To raise money. It's going to be like a Star Wars movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try to bring your animals in or your Bobo fat, cool. though. No, everybody coexists in the Star Wars mm -hmm. universe. Yeah. They be playing poker with like a six eyed alien and they just be chilling. <laughs> I like that. That's why so many people love, love it's, it. It's so, it's so diverse and inclusive, man. When your best friend is a is a Wookiee, come on, man. <laughs> come on. I just want a porg. My friend, my best friend. Is oh, like, is that the little thing that yeah, Chewbacca so was going to eat? When he mind? was, he, yeah. I think he, did, he was eating a bite, and they were like, "Yeah, he's all. like, no, nah, don't do it." <laughs> so, Tony, what's going on in your world? Tell us where people can see you, where you're performing. You're on tour right now, social media. I'm tour. on the Real Comedians, the social media tour. We got about 11 cities left uh, in the year. Uh, been doing that. Uh, just put my stand-up special out called Scaredy Cat. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Um, and I, I'm trying to get my YouTube page going. Well, it's going already, but, you know, uh, putting out a lot of content at uh, Tony Baker Comedy on YouTube. Is that where that uh, horrible uh, Jenga game we played yeah. that was leading to make People you... People loved make it. People loved it, man. Yeah, they love you. They love you. No, they didn't. Yes. Are you bad at Jenga? No, I'm mad at Tony. Editor. <laughs> people, people just, they just feel like text is better than phone calls. You know, That's it's funny. That's all it is. Uh, what I did get from a lot of women who were, felt like I didn't, there were certain things that I didn't talk about because we had this argument about what, what's a better way to communicate, text or a phone. I, I'm a phone person and he's a text person. And I, I like text for concise information. This is the address, this is the phone number. But if you're like, I really feel like you've been acting. <laughs> I can't do that. My no emotional text. My, you know, my yeah. feelings are. I just. I rather have yeah. a conversation. Yeah, I don't know what your what your tone is of this. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Things get lost in translation. But a lot of women said to me, you know, what you did, what, uh, some of the things that you missed, and so I want a rematch. Oh, you want? We can do a rematch. Okay. We can do it. 
Definitely. I want a rematch. Round two. Yep. And I want and because I, I got to represent. You come the with your prepared arguments. I'm well, gonna yeah, still be running on my own. Well, stage. no, no, no. They're not prepared. It was just I didn't have enough time. That's because, because you were whacking Jenga, though. But that can I say fault. that's another? Can I say that's <laughs> another hard thing about being like an artist in this time too, where it's like people are like, but you didn't mention. It's like we only got so much we can yeah. talk about. Yeah. Our heads yeah. will explode. Yeah, but they thought I, they thought that I was being uh, smug and. I, I was being smug, but I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, you can be smug. Yeah, you've no, done a lot. You can be smug. Because the thing is, if I sit there and me and Tony are the same person, then it kind of yeah. takes away it's from... It's a good contract. Right. That's not yeah. fun. Yeah. It's so, a good contract. a little bit of competition. Yeah. 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 And, and people who know me, like Keon and Jackie Fabulous, who came to my defense, were like... She's not like that, you right. know. She's she's just clowning. But it was yeah. like I'm not. If I sit there and agree with Tony, then we don't have the. Then debate. we don't have something. Just right. let us entertain you, yeah. okay? Yeah. That's what I was saying to the comedy store last night, audience. Just let me entertain you. Yeah, <laughs> Get on absolutely. board. So what are you doing? What's going on with you? Um, I don't have too many out of town dates. I'm shooting a thing um, in town, but I will be at the comedy store most weekends, and uh, you can catch me there. You can look at my Instagram for any dates that pop up. It's Annie Letterman, A-N-N-I-E-L-E-D, as in David, E-R-M-A-N. Um, and, uh, yeah. So when you say you're shooting a thing, is do you not want to say what the well, thing Well, it's like a kind of like branded content commercial thing, but it's a traveling thing. So if I can get to do shows out while I'm doing that, I'll let you guys oh, know. Are you traveling, though? It's fun, yeah. yeah. You it's traveling. fun to do your own thing, though, right? When you, when you feel like you have a little bit of freedom and you're being creative mm -hmm. and doing something. That's, that's the best. Not, yeah, it yeah. feels good, right? That's mm -hmm. the best. Yeah, I'm about to jump on this uh, social media sexist tour that Tony's on where they don't have any women. What do you mean? Yeah, who's on yeah. it? <laughs> we got Kev's wife on the tour. Who's on the tour? Who? Uh, Melissa. Melissa Fredericks. They do the love hour and then we just do the comedy uh, after oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is she right, a comedian? Well, I guess. She, no, she's um, she's not a comedian, though. Nice she's try, not. Tony. No, but no, but that's the diversity. <laughs> that's the diversity, you know. But me, you know what I'm saying? I keep the shows I book. He's diverse. like, listen, I'm on the show We've and a lot of one. women show up. I know, <laughs> yeah, they yeah, right? Yeah, I keep I, I, the shows, shows are, I book diverse. I know, I, you just never asked me to be on it. Have you yeah. seen though, my show? You didn't just tokenize her, did you? Have you seen, like, I do ever notice, though, diverse. when the when people will complain about there not being enough women on lineup, is it, it's always a show that I was asked to do that I couldn't do because I was doing something. I can't tell you how many times. Oh, I that's hilarious. Because I think, honestly, a lot of like a lot of bookers have said this to me and I don't know but I know I've canceled a few here and there but they're like women cancel more than men like women do cancel a lot and they're like it really they're like I get people calling me frantic before a show like I have no woman in this lineup I'm gonna get crucified this is the, some this, men don't care anymore they just say well, you know what we just rolling with all the dudes anyway. sometimes the it's Tony funny Baker's friend show, <laughs> it's the first just show call it I an booked. all men show just do it it'd be like like I had a girl cancel on me last on my last show I heard you oh, know okay. what I heard that in New York too I heard it y'all be it. some canceling but, but I, you that, can't like generalize that everyone does it but I'm like talking about it's like they're like just I, 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 telling me like I swear to God I'm not trying to be sexist but just on time like the amount of time I, I hear that too but I, I try to give it context when yeah. you have 10 guys on a show exactly what I was yeah, going to yeah, say yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. and yes. you got a bunch of guys canceling yeah it's it's not yeah, you don't a good point. You don't notice it as much I was, because I you only because you're like ratio. this golden egg that yeah. I need so people don't get mad at me. <laughs> That's one thing. Yeah, out of, like, out of the four cancels I've had on my show, it's been probably three of those women. 
Yeah, but the Probably. ratio of the people on the I show. I put the four time. people on my show, okay. so it's it might be like two women on the show. I've had one with like three women, one man, and like. Listen, you know. maybe we're on our periods, Tony. Leave yeah. us alone. No, I'm a, nah, man. We probably need to change nah. our tampon. Y'all perform all the time <laughs> while that's going on, man. You know what? I don't cancel. Emery's in cancel the house. Emery can be my witness. <laughs> Do I cancel show? Listen, I smoke weed. I, I think that's more about a, that than I gender. Will, Nope. I get anxiety when I'm. Yeah, married. I don't like I to cancel. I hate canceling. Yeah. I'll tell you though, I, I do. I get, I get headache. I, mean, I get really bad headaches. I don't like, like canceling. To, I don't like it. I don't like being late. Yeah. And I don't like I'm, not showing up. Yeah, because I love I, that about you. You were we, oh, we you were meeting like and you were like late, one huh? minute past the hour, and I was like, wow, oh. I didn't know LA existed like this. The LA I know is that I'm running late by one hour. Well, yeah, you forget traffic exists, and then you're like, oh, yeah. I got to work on my punctuality big time. But I, I got to You got it and responding to text messages. You oh, only my, respond. My text, my text respond is, that just is ma- great. And, and then he picked texting. And then he picks text. Oh, no, but he still he doesn't is even selective. Respond. Great. He's so selective about the text messages oh. that he responds to. He's what? pricey. Okay. What, are, what do you think the, the theme is? The What's lies. He? No, he just oh. thinks he's better than everyone. What? Wow. I'm a man of the people. Yeah, <laughs> but you choose the people. the people. Stop oh, calling yourself a man. Who are the people <laughs> you're the man of? You, you are sexist. <laughs> no way. So, Levneet, tell us more about what's going on with the magazine right now. So, um, we've been, as you know, publishing for four years. We've taken a publishing break for the month of June. We're raising money so that we can continue to sustain. So I've been self-sustaining this publication for four years. Oh, wow. And nice. I'm, yeah. She sounds like a comic. <laughs> yeah, I know. You really do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that. Um, and I am now at a position that I cannot possibly do it anymore. But I'm calling on community to come forward and really support what we're doing because it really isn't about me or even my immediate team. It's bigger than us. And uh, Where Your Voice has survived so many hardships and still come through and won. You know, we've done so many great articles. We're, we go viral all the time. Our campaigns were kick ass in 2015. So we, we know what we're doing. We, we didn't have to do any more campaigns because we'd already built up the audience. You know, we can have easily um, a footprint of like 2 million page views um, a month you across did one all of those, platforms. You did one of those campaigns to counter the Dove campaign. Yeah, right? we did. We spoke directly to the Dove campaign and they did not respond. What did yes, you say? We, what did you say? Well, they did that to Real Beauty um, uh-huh. advert where they presented a bunch of Duh. white, creamy colored bodies yeah. and said it was representation yeah. and diversity. And then they were all from a, you know, they were basically anything from like a size, um, I can only think British suddenly, um, size eight to like 14 or something like that. And and it didn't really represent anybody at all apart from the, the six people involved. Yeah. So we took that ad and we turned it on its head. and. We put in transgender models and we put in um, people with disabilities and hidden disabilities and and visible disabilities. We put in people who are um, black and Latina and and in, we had a South Asian representation, just one. <laughs> but we had one South Asian representation We and we put them in the same sort of like white undies, white bra. And we took photographs and we t- really challenged what the, the um, imagery they produced. And we said to them that we actually, this is representation of real people. That was not. That's just a bunch of women with uh, who are wonderful, but it's just not real. Yeah. So um, we, we do do. We, Yours went viral. We do, yeah, that went really viral. Oh, my God. That was crazy. Vanity Fair, Vogue, People Magazine, Self Magazine, you name it, they were picking it up. So it went, it was on Huffington Post. And that was uh, our last campaign of that year. And the first one was called Drop the Tell, which was actually based off my history of being near a swimming pool and freaking out and t- 
taking I have this amazing ability to take my towel off, throw it left and throw my body straight forward and land in the pool. It's pre- I've spent years perfecting this. <laughs> so I was talking with my team about it and we came up with this hashtag called drop the towel. So that was another one we did again around body positivity and body positivity at the time was getting a lot of exposure and a lot of conversation. And we really got behind that. And that's how we made our name, I think, really in the beginning. And then we started to develop the intersectional voice and we got better at it and we got better. You know, we, we gathered even more proficient writers and we, we, we and also sometimes finding writers was really tough for us because we were such a small publication. So we really did um, grow at a really, uh, a really exponential rate and all of a bootstrap budget. It really didn't take a lot to get us there. So I know we can continue this. Um, it's, it's, we're in a hard place right now. We do need to raise money. We need people to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash wear your voice, become like sponsor an article. There's a reparations, um, um, option too. So we really, we've gotten a bit funny about it. We can be funny where we're really snarky and we've got you all different options there. Then there's PayPal, there's Venmo. Like we need all the support right now because I have been doing investor rounds and let me tell you that white rich men do not want to give independent media their money, especially if we're prioritizing people of color, women of color. I have heard way too many times that diversity and inclusion is just not our priority right now. And I'm so tired of it. And I'm so tired of going to white men who control all the money to ask them for for, for like, you know, a hundred thousand or just to keep us going for one year. We're not even expensive to run. And what I need to do is build that and have my publication taken care of so I can start to build and monetize on top of it. But I can't hustle, finance, and do everything at the same time. And I'm a mom uh, and my husband's busy too. So between us, we, we just... I just can't do it anymore. It's exhausting. What are the white rich men prioritizing? They're like, listen, we had to put all our money into being able to kill endangered species with guns. <laughs> right. Plus We're stay so in sorry. power. Yeah. Stay in power. We can't give you guys money because you guys get a voice and you will get information and information is power. Uh, yeah. Make sure you don't have the power. Do y'all feel like diversity though is, is, is on the upswing? It's, at least, it's, at it's, least it's, with it's, entertainment. It's like, it's become, it's, it's, I, I have a horrible feeling it's become trendy. Mm. To, to throw those two words around, diversity, yeah. inclusion. I think we can also throw around the word culture might give it more perspective, but right. it's become really, really trendy. And I do worry that it's going to get watered down. But <sighs> what I do know is that people like us, even just sitting here, we're at the forefront of leading this movement forward and we can do better and do more. So right. it's about us giving it more voice and then continuing to knock on those doors and, and explain mm-hmm. how important you know, independent media that prioritizes people of color, women of color is so very important that that art that prioritizes people of color, women of color, women in general is really, really important for our future. And this is why. The unfortunate part is everyone's looking for a statistic or they're looking to be shocked into it. And uh, companies that are doing it, I know for, for sure there's one company, which I will not mention, um, mm-hmm. throws $150 million a year at diversity inclusion, and they are not very successful. And it doesn't take you more than one minute to know which company I'm talking about. They're, they've been in trouble in hot water a few times. And so they, they've got plenty which of money. I won't say anything about images that they produced online. Tell us so the then, um, oh, I think. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's, there's companies like that throwing a, a ton of money behind diversity inclusion initiatives. But what I really want to know is who's sitting there talking to the people of color in the organization, because you're so busy talking about unconscious bias to people, non-people of color, but how about you talk to the people of color? Because you get them into the company and you just don't keep them. And that's the biggest problem in, in, in corporate culture right now. So it's something that I'm very passionate about and I'm moving into once I can get my publication sustained. 
So that was a lot. I, <laughs> I, you know what? I wanted you to define a couple of things for the show because I think a lot of people um, are ignorant. And it's not that, uh, it, and I, I, I hate to use the word ignorant because it has such a negative connotation, but ignorant just means not knowing. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people who don't understand what intersectionalism is, mm -hmm. um, you know, diversity versus inclusion and those types of things. So I wanted you to, to briefly just explain some of those things so that people can understand that women of color don't hate white women um, it's just that feminism does not include us. Yeah, it, feminism has, has never really taken into account the struggle of a woman of color. Um, so Kimberly Crenshaw, to give her due respect, again, is she what she founded, she sort of coined this term intersectionality and it was literally um, 28 years ago. And she wrote a paper on it and she's still, she's, still, she's a, a law professor at Columbia. She's really, She's so profoundly intelligent around the way she expresses it. So I will do my best to give you my version of it. So I understand it to be the intersection, intersection of race, gender, and class. And then on a deeper level, she actually, I want to quote her. She says, intersectionality is the crack that women of color fall into. So it's so, intersectionality, not in, intersectionalism. It my is apologies. an ism and it's an intersectionality. I, okay. I'm assuming it could be both. But yes, it is, it, is a, it is a term that we've really imbibed at Where Your Voice um, with the idea we can bring about, we can talk about conversations. So I'm not, I'm not talking about just about gay, and we're talking about transgender issues, we're talking about queer issues, we're talking about non-binary, we're talking about black indigenous people of color. We're really, really breaking it down and really going very deep. And we're creating a safe space because that's a lot of the problem it is, is that when we talk about these very um, sensitive t topics, very sensitive issues, we're not always considering the safety we're providing for the people around us. So it's, we call Where Your Voice a safe space too to be able to have those very dynamic conversations. I, I mean, I want to go on record to of say that I feel sometimes that Native Americans, indigenous people, mm -hmm. the indigenous people of this country are often left out of the conversations. All the time. Right? All the time. Yep, they are. Yeah. And Don't you think so, Tony? Absolutely. Yep. And you know, and, and there's a lot of violence against Native women. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of murders, and it's just for some reason they continue to get left out of the conversations, mm -hmm. and I think that that's problematic. I think it's it's a, it's a huge problem, and in fact, honestly, this is a call out. We we can't actually um, take publish any articles right now, but if you are of indigenous roots and you are looking for a place to have your voice shared and it's a, it's a safe space, and we won't tokenize you. Um, do reach out to where your voice because when we do get back up on our feet, I, I'm looking for more writers. We, we're always looking, but it's quite. It can be quite a challenge to find some that come through. So this mm -hmm. is a continual problem within independent media as well. Is sort of finding those writers. So she said tokenism, <coughs> and uh, the three of us we tend to be tokens. <laughs> the token woman. I've been yeah. a token. I've, yeah. I moved to New Mexico when I was a teen, so I where? was a token in a lot of classrooms. Where? So. In uh, Clovis, New Mexico. No way. Yeah. Wow, you were. Yeah. I, was, I uh, lived in Santa Fe, New Mexico for seven years. Oh, Santa I think Fe is nice compared to Clovis. Um, Yeah, but it yeah. is a... But yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was talking <laughs> McGee. Like, you know, and even I went to school in New Mexico I'm like, do you State. need directions, sir? Are you... Right. And I'd be the only black dude in some classes. Yeah. but So I'm just used to like being the... I'm never uncomfortable though, but I'm just, you know, it's like, it's whatever. Well, you, you know always I mean? rep... You rep your... You rep... Black people, but you never ignore that white people are in the room. Right. And you do it in a way that is very um, charming 
because it makes people allies versus adversaries. Right, a lot right. of times we can be very, you know, a lot of people of color are angry and are fed yeah. up. And, and I don't fault them. And I don't think yeah. that you have to be, you know, you got to soothe white people into being, because no. I think that's problematic. <laughs> right, right. That's emotional labor. Right. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah. I just feel like too, give us a lullaby. You don't want to sing like, to us about your troubles. You can't, you can't Put us to sleep. We're worried. We didn't know racism existed. Right. <laughs> you just found out. I will tell you, no dude. Time. Yamanika was laughing at my face when I was like, because I really didn't. You know, you don't. You you know, you're Yamanika's in your bubble a or whatever. Funny comedian from New York. Very She's going to be very shortly on Netflix. Very also follow her Instagram because her her 90 day fiance comments <laughs> are one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Life. But just know that in between those posts, Absolutely. she will call racist to Absolutely. call racist out and yeah. racism. And it is hilarious. <laughs> I just funny. watched her post right now. She's, She's great. But she was like, I mean, Annie, I was like, I know I'm embarrassed. I didn't I didn't realize how crazy it still was. I really didn't. It's like I just didn't know. It's not in my life. Um, the way it is for for people of color. It's like it's wild. It's wild. And, but that's honest wild. because yeah. that. I'd rather hear that. Yeah, right. than, than like, I care and you don't really. Or yeah. No, I do care. No, I do care. I mean, yeah. I was brought up uh, Quaker and I was in like, a, you know, I was in a mixed classroom and stuff and I just didn't, I just didn't, that wasn't in my world for a long time. It wasn't something I was like. Not your experience. Yeah, I wasn't. Right. No. And then like the election and the hats and all that stuff. And I was like, Jesus, I didn't know. It was like when I was driving, when I lived in New Mexico, I was driving to Los Angeles and I had my friend Anya with me who's Asian. Uh, she's Korean, and we like I had never like ex seen racism against Asians before. But we got we stopped in Arizona and went into a rest stop, and I, these people had never you could tell they had never seen an Asian one before. They were like jaws dropped, staring at her, gawking. I mean, it was wild. It was wild. But that was one of those experiences too. Where I was like, when well, I said that when Donald Trump came uh, be, was in office, when he find when he first came into office. Asians experienced the most hate crimes at, at the very beginning. Wow. In New York, there were people getting assaulted on trains. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. just unbelievable. Because I mean, they're, are, they're just... not assault black people because they know black people will assault them back. Well, how <laughs> about that? You know, no, people like, oh, are like... Doing? All right, well, let's get it then. We, we stay ready for whatever. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like, no and choice. the funny thing, and, and when people say, you know, they know how bad racism is, I believe them sometimes because... When I grew up, I grew up in Chicago on the South Side, so it was all black, all black, occasional white teacher here and there. So I didn't experience like white black racism at all until my dad moved to the suburbs and this little girl called me a nigga, but she said it in a way that she was young. She didn't so she know said, it was hey, like, hey nigga. She just oh said it like, like we okay. were friends. Wow. Yeah. She said it like we were friends and I could tell she got that from her parents. Yeah. She didn't mean to you hurt like, me that when she said it. You were like, that is adorable, you tiny were, little baby racist. Right. Yep. And even as a young kid, I knew the tone. I was just mm -hmm. like, I don't think she really... Yeah, Mid she put that together. I don't think she really yeah. knew what she was saying, no, but I was like, sense. but it, her parents were just saying the word, slinging it around, yeah. and she was like, oh, it's somebody, it's one of the niggas here. Like, <laughs> oh my God. And that was the first time I experienced wow. it like that, you know. Wow. I knew it existed because we, we had the no black history growing up in that I school knew. System. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to see it live direct in the 80s it was like oh okay it's out here i always knew it existed <laughs> and everything and i like and i i just didn't realize when trump won i just was like 
oh my god like i just had no i everybody got breathe and i was supposed I, to believe that people i'm like go back to well i guess it's better i don't know do you think it's better when people are outwardly racist i, I do i think I it's know. good to know who I like your to know enemy you know exactly i want to know yeah. who my enemy is absolutely but then i worry I like about if they're stuff. if they're preaching this stuff and they a little girl hears it or whatever right. you know what i mean it's like ugh. but i guess in the household is where you're gonna really if it's just racism in the household, starts at home like, in my opinion Oh yes, a lot of the times. Oh it yeah, so home. much of it. And yeah. the South Asian community, you oh, just want to listen to the, the parents family? speaking. Like they're the worst. Oh, trash. They're yeah. the absolute worst. But we have internal racism. We have yeah. internalized racism because my mom, my mom is the very first person who told me stay away from Puerto Ricans. <laughs> she was like, wow. they drunks. They'll beat you. They steal. And I'm like, wait, wow. aren't you Puerto Rican? Like, yeah. but then you know, but then she would get around other people and she'd be like, I'm a proud Puerto Rican. And I would be like, no, you're not. Like, you just told me that they all get drunk and they beat women. Yeah. She And, and, and she instilled that in me. I've never dated a Puerto Rican. Really? Yes. Oh, man. Not yeah. yet. Just kidding. There's no. <laughs> good Puerto Rican men out there. You know what I'm saying? I know, but I, I was raised to believe <laughs> right. that Puerto Rican men, you know, and she would just tell me the worst things about right. my own people. And then when I got older and I really, I, she had been taught that. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? It starts in the home. I yeah, wish yeah, my mom does. had talked shit on skaters. <laughs> I mean, I would have not <laughs> wasted so much time dating a guy with a mattress on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I branched out once and dated a rollerblader. <laughs> a rollerblader, huh? You see, she the uppity <laughs> Guys, I'm white. I don't know if you realized uh, by my voice. So, <laughs> you know what? I, we, I like to talk about the stuff that happens, but I'm always trying to figure out how we lead. How? Do, where do we go in order to take steps towards solution? White people are not going anywhere. People of color are not going anywhere. Maybe We're, to Mars. Maybe what? Maybe some of us are going to Mars. And never okay, some back. of us are going to Mars, to but go. those are not coming back. Tony had a good idea. He said, "What if all the people who don't like other, who don't like different people, all went to Mars on that trip?" Uh huh. It's yes. perfect, right? Yeah. Oh my God, conquer Mars. Have Ma change it to MAGA. You don't want to mix and mingle. Dip out. So <laughs> make America Mars again. They should go to Venus instead. <laughs> so tell us what you think. How do we go? How do we take steps towards solution? Hmm. Or progress, because solution is a long, long ways away, right? How do we take some progress? Well, we, I think we collect within our communities, like I said before. <laughs> like we've we've got to come together, um, and we've got to be accountable for our own communities. So I'm just talking from my perspective, because I know the South Asian community is so really, it's really racist. You know, I say our when you like, say racist, you mean yeah, racist against black people? Racist against yeah, yeah, against black people, against most people that aren't themselves and then they're inwardly racist so they're colorist as well uh -huh. so they they you know if you're if you're a dark um um south asian then you are considered to be lower caste or not as um not as pretty or as intelligent or as re reliable or as kind as the other one who is fairer like there's something i experienced all my life so i think we have to um and i had color advantage just to be very clear um we have to look within our communities and start there um we have to huddle together because we can't I can't go out there and and start, um, you know, screaming at a Black Lives Matter march because it's all very well, but I'm not really dealing with with the I'm not being responsible for my own community, and, and we have to take the responsibility. Even if we weren't the ones that fed them with the ideas, the fact is that we are part of that community. We have to be there. We have to do the work. 
Yeah. Um, that's that's what I would say. This the initial solutions are is like do the gather, work. gather, and do the work. Stop bloody talking about it and stop thinking that if you shared an article on Facebook, you have impacted anybody. Oh, I know. Because you know, yeah, you share and and think about the trauma porn you're sharing as well. I really want to put that out there. I think news um, outlets need to be really, really careful about what they're putting out there. And 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 when we put out Black Death and we show those YouTube videos again and again, and people share them and share them and share them, like we made impact, but. On some level, when are we going to stop doing that? Because we know it's happening. Yeah. And on some level, someone somewhere likes that. Are we being responsible about what we're putting out there? So those are two things. Those are great That's points. Great. Annie, I got a question for you. As a white person, because I think colonization has been the greatest mindfuck of all time. Colorism mm -hmm. exists in every group of yes. people. Do you ever feel like uh, in, within white people, the darker the white person is, uh, that they're less than like the closer do you ever look at a brunette and no say, I'll tell you something gingerism like I'll joke about it but that is kinda effed up yeah like that I mean people are like those kids were getting like beat up and shit they were saying gingers don't have souls from a joke on uh, South Park they were beating up ginger kids you're laughing These though, that's why I'm laughing. You're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's Everybody unbelievable, we're assholes. <laughs> I have small boobs, people are making fun of my small boobs on here. It's like. <laughs> oh, people on, on the internet. Oh yeah, they got My Instagram is at Annie Letterman, A-N-N-I-E-L-E-D-E-R-M-A-N. And my boobs don't get bigger on that, so relax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually wearing a bra today too. These are the biggest they've ever been. Thank you guys for tuning in, even on live, because that this is how it works. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you guys, even though a lot of you guys hated on me because of the Jenga game with Tony. <laughs> I still appreciate I love Tony. Tony is um, one of my favorite people Tony's in comedy. Tony's the man. We go back. Yeah, we started together. We, we, we in this. We out here. Hey, man, when I was homeless, <laughs> you were one of the people I told. I didn't tell a lot of people I was homeless. Oh, I was how fronting. cute is that? Too? I was. Uh, I had to live in my car for a while, and I remember going, you know what, it's okay, Annie. Like, you're going to, um, one day this will be a chapter in your book. And then I had, a couple years later, I had to move back into my car, and I was like, maybe there's no book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, shit, is there no book? <laughs> I was a repeat offender, too. Oh, like, yeah. homeless two times. It's crazy. It is a crazy thing because you're like doing your hair and shit to go do a show. Like so you're like Tony. Uh, tell like people, tell my listeners where if my listeners are your your fan base where they can find you and uh, on social media. They can find me at Tony Baker Comedy on all social media. Um, Tony Baker Comedy on YouTube and uh, yeah. Darren, tell them where they can find you at Dinelli Radio. What you'll find, I don't know. Ooh, he knows a lot about sound. This he's the very speed of light. Microphones and he knows science stuff too. He really blew our minds earlier on a break. Yeah, I know. He's he's tell them where they can find you. Um, you find me on Instagram is my main gig. I would say it's uh, A N N I E L E D E R man Annie Letterman. Also, I forgot. I have a show. I think it's um, I'm pretty sure it's either July 13th or 14th at um with Kurt Metzger at the Irvine Improv. Uh, Rob Neat. Um, you can find me at Ravneet um, underscore Vora on Instagram. I'm Ravneet Vora on Facebook. And you can find Where Your Voice, um, Where Your Voice on Instagram and um, and Twitter. And the Patreon And, Patreon, and the Patreon is patreon.com slash Where Your Voice. Venmo is at Where, where um, dash Your dash Voice. And PayPal is paypal.me slash Where Your Voice. Um, so quickly before I get out of here, my I'll say it for you is I want to dedicate this I'll say it for you to the young man that lost his life today and all the young men who look like him who have lost their lives to senseless violence. Listen up 
Somebody has to start talking to the people who look like us because the people who don't look like us gain from our losses. We have to go out into our own communities. It is so awesome to talk about black on black crime, Richard, Richard Sherman. I'm calling people's names out and talk about black on black community. What we need to do is go out into those communities and instill some hope into our young black people who are homicidal because that is their version of suicide is killing people who look like them. Mm. Stop killing people who look like you. You make it easier for those who hate us to justify why they kill us too. Ida Rodriguez and I'll say it for you. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Serum. You can find me at Funny Ida, but wherever you find me, I'll be telling the truth. Have a great night. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Annie. And thank you, Revenite. Thank, thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great night.